the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. All right, well, it's back in the news again. This is the uh, three-month extension to six months for what's called a mortgage break. Uh, Bank of Ireland coming out after quite bad results and shares down today, uh, saying that uh, it won't be extended beyond six months. They can't afford it. So Sinead Ryan, our consumer comer expert and presenter of The Home Show here on the station at the weekend, uh, joins us now. First of all, how is this scheme going? Uh, are the people in the scheme availing of the six months and is it just storing up trouble? Hi, Ivan. Um, it's going well. People uh, are finding it very popular. 65,000 payment breaks have been given out so far um, up to the end of April since the pandemic um, started, uh, mainly for three months. And then it was kind of nearly immediately extended to six months for anybody who wants it. So anybody who's currently in a three month moratorium uh, will be offered the six month uh, if they want it. Now, I, can we just change the language on it before mm-hmm. we start? Forget the holiday, the break, all that nonsense. This is a payment deferral. You will be paying it back. It's not free money and it's especially not free money from the banks. All right. And and I think you have explained that before. It goes to the end of the lifetime of the mortgage. But does it alter your credit rating in any way? Now, OK, so this is a, a, a kind of an oddball one because the banks and indeed the Payments Federation and Pascal Dunhuber, very clear at the very beginning of this, anybody who avails of the payment break or the moratorium will not have their details put up on the central credit register, which is the central bank's kind of um, bold book. Uh, Now, okay, that's fine. The language around it was so precise. It was nearly too precise. So I looked into it further. And that's while that's the case, that is not the same as saying your credit rating will not be affected because banks only use the credit register as one of their criteria. So they go in there and they check, has anybody defaulted on their payments? Has anybody stopped paying a loan of any kind, any time over the last few years? You're not going to have your details entered there if you've availed of this moratorium. However, the bank is going to know you've availed of this moratorium. And if you're going looking for your kitchen extension next year or a car loan in a couple of months time, I would not fancy your chances of getting it. The credit payment break has been noted. It just isn't being put up on the central credit register. And there are two separate things. Well, what does noted mean? I mean, like, cause I remember Sean Moncrief used to do an ad for something and, and there's no snaky conditions and terms on it. The point <laughs> I'm trying to say is this. Just say you are on something that was concessional, like a tracker or you got a discounted rate or whatever. Could someone say, well, we're just reviewing Sinead, your, your mortgage there and we see you availed of the six months thing. Unfortunately, you're no longer the blue chip customer we thought you were and we just want to do away with this little, con- you know, discretionary concession we now, gave you. I don't think they will do that with regard to the mortgage itself, Ivan. And even like the banks have been through enough bad press. I'm sorry, I'm no defender here and mm. we know they've done stupid things in the past, but I can't see them fiddling around with existing mortgage conditions. This um, payment moratorium, the 
payments foregone don't get the term doesn't get extended out it's not like a forbearance they just get lumped on top and you pay a bit extra every month from now for eternity uh, when you start making repayments so I, you're not going to lose your tracker over this however if you approach them in a few months time and say do you know what I think I'll build a lovely big extension we're all working from home now can I have 40,000 euros they're going to say well hold on now you took this mortgage break and you're going to yeah yeah but it doesn't affect my credit well, it affects it with us because now we want to know what kind of a job are you in? Did you lose any hours? Did you lose any money? So there, there'll be extra scrutiny when all this is over. All right. Um, so so essentially your advice to people <laughs> is you don't have any negativity towards availing of this break um, as long as your eyes wide open. Yeah, don't, you can only take it, by the way, if you've been financially affected by COVID-19. There are people applying for it who have lost their job for other reasons or just fancy it. But mm. they've no, they've no, like I, I had a case that came to me, a civil servant married to a teacher. Neither of their incomes affected and they're wondering whether they should just take the break for the crack of it to save a bit of money. They're not going to get it. So it's really only if your, if your financial situation has been adversely affected because of COVID-19. If you have to take it, there's your decision made. Um, however, if you've savings, if you can afford not to take it and if you can get by without doing it, I would say stay with OK, it. there's a couple of things. I didn't quite understand the story on Friday. It broke while we were on the show. Just explain to me about travel agents, tour operators and credit notes. So what I did understand was that airlines uh, were saying we give you 12 month vouchers instead of refund. And and I thought clarity came from the authorities saying, no, if you want a refund, uh, you're entitled to a refund. What First of all, what was announced as regards the travel trade? OK, well, what was announced was the ITAA, which is the lobby group, uh, the, the holding group for travel agents and tour operators. They had been lobbying heavily against the government saying, listen, we, we know we're supposed to give people refunds if trips can't go ahead, package holidays. Um, however, we can't afford to and we're going to go bust if we if we have to do this all the time. So the government, the Department of Transport has come out and said, OK, where a tour operator or travel agent uh, has has not been able to fulfil its end of the bargain, it will give you what, what will now be a state-backed voucher. In other words, if you absolutely need a refund, fine, but in the meantime, here's a voucher to be used within a specified time, it'll say it on the voucher. If in the meantime, so it'll be say for 2021 travel, if in the meantime the tour operator or travel agent goes bust, the state will stand over that voucher. Right? And it's really to encourage people uh, not to go looking for the cash straight away. In other words, take the holiday, plan your holiday next year, you know, do something a little bit different. I'm in this position myself. That's what's going to happen. I've no problem holding on to a voucher till next year. I think that's OK. Um, not ideal, but but that's fine. Uh, if you do need the refund, they'll say, fine, we'll give you the refund on the date the voucher runs out. OK. Now, when it comes to airlines, forget all that. You're entitled to your refund if you want it. The airline can offer you a voucher. No problem at all. It's in addition to your right to have a refund. All right. Uh, just some questions, Traveller Um I'm paying monthly for my post-leaving search holiday at the end of June with Love Holidays. I can't contact them. I presume we can't travel. 
I haven't paid last month's payment. Should I keep paying? Oh, listen, this is a sticky one. I've had a load of leaving certs on to me about this. And actually, Love Holiday seems to be just one of those tour operators that liked dealing with the kids going away on their Magaloof kind mm. of... Uh, well, Shagaloof, we call it on this show. I wouldn't. I could, well, I couldn't possibly call well, it. Well, we don't. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, I did on the telly with, with Matt. We don't pussyfoot around got, with I what's going on. We have normal people and dirt and filth. And, <laughs> anyway, um, carry on. So the Leaving Cert Holiday, uh, the uh, Love Holidays, as far as I can gather, is an English, a British-based company. So therefore, it doesn't come on in under the ITAA here. However, the British government has an equivalent, um, which is APTA. And if you get onto them and find out what their policy is, I know you, you're not getting through to Love Holidays. They, they are there. Nothing's happened to them. But you just probably need to keep trying. Well, here, here's another one. Tom asks, uh, similar, nine of us booked with Ryanair to fly to Crete on the 4th of June. Flights are paid since December 2019. Value 3,800. We wish to cancel or if there's a chance of going, we would go. Any advice what to do in both instances? Yes. Uh, I don't know if you're going to go. Nobody can answer that and Ryanair probably won't answer it at this stage. If the holiday, if the flight is cancelled, you will get your money back. OK, you won't get it back immediately. They're delaying it and all that, but you will get your money back. You're and if it's not cancelled, you can go. If, you're, if it's not cancelled and you go, you can you go. You mightn't be allowed back in again. But. <laughs> yeah, or, or the hotel that you go to mightn't be, mightn't be right. open. If the flight goes and you're not on it, you are not entitled to your money back. OK, so that's the sticky thing. Now, the problem is Ryanair might only cancel that seven days before. You know, okay. so um, so keep at them, see what you can find out as time goes on. But you are entitled to refund. Re- Ryanair will try and give you a voucher for that. Take it if you want. Yeah. Um, but if not, um, say, no, you want the you want your money back. Now, Ryanair are currently saying they're only going to process those refunds after COVID-19, whenever. OK, <laughs> whenever the, the, that the other thing I wanted to advise you about going back to banks is, so I got mortgage approval. I'm a couple or whatever. And... Uh, my financial circumstances have changed. I've lost my job. Um, and the bank withdraws approval. But I'd actually use the approval to put a deposit of 25 grand on a house. Um, so do I lose my deposit if I call off the transaction mm. because uh, I don't have the mortgage? This is a really, really sticky, sticky wicket. My colleague Shane Phelan was writing about this Um uh, last week and there seems to be a tussle between the banks and the Law Society on exactly what's happening here. Now the banks are kind of saying they're taking, here's a, here's a quote for you, a quote of the day now, a pragmatic and responsible assessment of all applications. Now to you and me Ivan that means we're going to look at all these things again and make sure everybody can still afford the mortgage that they signed up for, mm. right? If a, a deposit has been paid which is you know, not the five grand holding deposit, the proper deposit has been paid. Uh, there should be a clause in a contract uh, from your solicitor that says that it is subject to the loan approval being in place and going ahead. Now, if that's withdrawn, that should be sufficient, say the Law Society, to get your money back. Uh, the banks are saying, well, we're not going to underwrite that uh, because it's not our problem. So get your money back from the vendor? From the vendor. Okay. N- because remember, it's held in an escrow. Because the vendor un- can say, look, through. I didn't call off this. If I had called Correct. it off, you know. Correct. And if the if the if if there's a late stage contract and the law side are saying that um, late stage cases, they're blaming the banks, saying they're leaving it very late to reassess the mortgage approval. The banks, of course, are saying, well, the law side, if you'd written your contracts properly, this wouldn't be an issue. Uh, there, so there's no guarantee. So I would say anybody in that position, if you're in that limbo between buying and selling, go and talk to your lawyer. This is what they do. 
okay, and and get them to chase it up. Lawyer up is what you're saying. Okay. Now here's the flip side of this. This is this is this is someone after my own heart. Looking for your advice. I'm selling and buying a house, and both sale agreed, but no contract signed yet. I don't think I'll have a problem with my mortgage. My issue is, I think we're paying a bit too much for the house. Even before COVID, we got into a bidding war, and we are now sale agreed. But now I'm a bit unsure if we should proceed and if the house we're buying will hold its value. What happens if the bank values it at less? But look, don't blame the bank. This person wants to wriggle out of the deal because they're going to get 20% off the house when the crash comes. Now, Ivan, if you had warned me, I would have brought in my crystal ball. It's sitting at home. And you say, yeah, I didn't know we were going to be looking for speculative, mystic mystic. No, no, but there's not an unreasonable thing that price might go down. Listen. This is Ireland and this is the property market. It has been a roller coaster for 40 years and never more so than it is now. Anybody who's going to try and second guess what's going to happen in the market out there is on a hiding to nothing. You as a bookie wouldn't even give odds uh, on, on whether I those would. house prices would. would fall I guarantee you the upper end of the market will go back significantly. Well, the upper end, and, uh, That remember, is a, what I would call a no-brainer. Yeah, the upper end, anything over 750,000 had been falling steadily for the last 12 months. It had been overpriced and there mm. wasn't the demand for it. But for the mid-market stuff, the first-timers, the starter homes... Yeah. I, I'm not well, there is a supply and demand convinced. issue there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, Sinead. Uh, 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 sorry, I thought they did away with the time limits on vouchers. Oh, <laughs> good question. Yes. Gift vouchers, Ivan. Ah, Gift vouchers. they're different to travel. To... <laughs> well, they, yes, well, yes, yes. Let me say, there's a creative approach being taken to what the term voucher means in this respect. So gift vouchers, which you buy in your local shopping centre, right. they're fine. They last for five years. Well, I don't, maybe Tell next Ryder week. That. Maybe next week. Like I've had a rake of questions. Our travel yeah, agent's supposed tons. to be bonded. Update on the J1. Maybe you come back to us next we'll, month. Sure, we'll have to and do we'll the consumer about... hour all over all again right. for the I'm, summer. I'm saying the market's <laughs> going to go back on top end houses. But I, I'm sticking my neck out. Sinead would not do that. Presenter of the Home Show, a columnist with INM and lots more. Thank you as always. We'll have the business news uh, next. Uh, and we're going to be following up on the Bank of Ireland results and how the market has reacted. <laughs>